Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Folks, today was an ugly day, and there's no way around that. Actually, the, the, today was uglier than what the market finished at. Uh, we saw readings today that you have to go back to the very depths of coronavirus insanity, March of 2020 lows, okay? You have to go back to those days to find readings that were even in this ballpark or, or a little worse, maybe. Let, let me just tell you straight up before I tell you the market did today. And there's a reason this matters, okay? These are the kinds of things that have... I'm not saying we're in a market bottom. I'm not calling a bottom, okay? No one knows when a bottom's going to happen. What I'm telling you, after having done this 36 years, is when you see these kinds of readings, these are capitulation-esque readings, Right? I I don't know we we're not gonna I don't know the bottom's in it's probably not doesn't look like it is uh, anyway we'll cover all that but I'm telling you when you see like today NYSE up down volume came in at ninety seven point seven percent down volume that means almost no stocks went up today on volume that's 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 almost unheard of also. The advanced decline ratio for NYSE, 17 to 1. 17 to 1 negative, okay? A 17 to 1 declining over advancing. Again, rare error. 50, new 52 highest lows came in at 23 stocks, hitting a new 52 week high, to 1,953, hitting a new 52 week low. We've seen worse than that. But again, I'm just giving you, these are all, these are extreme, okay? And that's not necessarily a great thing because, look, <clears throat> if you joined us last week, and by the way, apologies for missing uh, on Friday's podcast. Thank you for checking in. We are in meetings. and didn't get back in time to record it. Uh, we, we rarely miss days. That was one of them. Apologies for not giving you a heads up. But last week, beginning last Tuesday, we started pointing out that on the very investing system, our markets had reached extreme overbought. And that for the last 18 months, when we hit those levels, it's been a sell signal. Well, you know, here we are. Uh, obviously, it, it worked. It was another sell signal. Now, the problem is when, they, when, the, when a sell signal kicks in, even this one, as highly uh, uh, re, uh, repeating patterns it's been, you don't know how far it's going to take you, right? This is the Joe Biden sell signal. This is the Joe Biden bear market. This is the fear of the unknown, fear of the intentional destruction happening from this administration. This is what the market's waking up to. I'm going to tell you something. Here's how I know that's fact. No one in the media will discuss it. That's how you know it's real, right? If this were happening under Trump, folks, there'd be nonstop mentions, articles, everybody. This is Trump bear market. This is Trump stock market collapse. It'd be nonstop. You and I, you know it. I know it. And instead, this is called Putin's inflation by the media, right? Don't blame Joe Biden. No, this is this is Russia's fault. <laughs> no one, literally, no one believes that. Of course, no one, even the administration, because it's of course not the truth. And when no one's saying, based in fact, what it really is, then you know it's true. This is Joe Biden's bear market. Joe Biden's inflation. Team Biden, we should say, because he's running nothing. Which means it's intentional, and that's where you get concerned. You know, this is that dark side that we don't. I, I'm I'm an optimist. My guess is you're an optimist. I want to see 
America prosper and investors prosper. All of us prosper as things continue to get better. That's the history of America. But this guy and this team, this leadership in place, and we've seen it from the, from the birth of coronavirus insanity and the rigged election, is that everything that's happening is bad, and it's so bad that no one's this bad, it must be intentional. That is just Occam's razor, right? The simplest explanation is the likely answer. That's, that's what's most fearful about this, is where, where are they going to take this? Look, we talked about it before, I'll mention it again, then we'll move on. The global powers that be want us under their thumb. They want us China. They want the world to be Chinified, and they want us all to be completely dependent on the government. How do you do that? You crash the system. Well, they crashed. They crashed the system when they forced all, all businesses to lock down, didn't they? From Rona. No one could have believed that would have worked, but it did because President Trump backed it. So we went along with it. Had Hillary Clinton been president, what do you think the odds of any Republican governor going along with that, or much less going along with these experimental vaccines, right? You know, that's another issue that Trump, at some point, as he runs, is going to deal with, right? Operation Warp Speed, that was his baby. And now we know the damage these, these vaccines are doing. But none of us really thought they'd ever get away with what they already got away with. So now the question has to be, What's the next step? You know, are they going to do something? False flag attack? Crash the system? In order to enact martial law and to fully rig these midterms in November? Because that's less than five months away now. And as awful as this president is, I don't even know if there are any Democrats that want to vote for any Democrats. Right? Get, get them all out because they're, they're destroying our financial way of life. So I went there. I will tell you that, again, in my experience, being hyper-negative does not make anyone money. It never has. Short periods of time, sure. But every bear market is followed by a bull market. And the real wealth is created by those that can see what's coming have the courage to step in and to purchase stocks that are trading at, 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 at amazingly attractive levels. Are we there yet? Probably not. We're probably going lower. Again, we're official bear market stats today. Stocks broke down today. I will point out, however, everything broke down to new lows except for two things that we've been tracking very carefully. Kathy Wood's ARC Fund held above its May 12th lows. Small caps held above their May 12th lows. Right? These were the first two groups, Kathy Wood's ARC Fund, small caps, the first two to go into a bear market beginning in February of 2021. This is not a new bear market. We've been in a bear market for a long time. The average stock has been in a bear market for about a year. Right? That's why I believe we are very close to, to, to having this over. And I do think it's an important tell to watch Kathy Wood's Ark Fund and small caps, if they hold those lows, again, first in, first out, right? Just like accounting. Uh, they were the first to go into a bear market. Let's see if they are the first to come out. This is signs we look for. But again, we are seeing signs of capitulation. Let's talk about the markets first. Again, we, we closed off the lows by just a bit. The Dow Jones had been, I think I saw down 1,100 points. We closed down 876. That's 2.8%. 
That was our winner on the day. Uh, our loser on the day was, uh, we'll call it a tie. Uh, NASDAQ and Russell 2000, both down 4.7%. SP 100, uh, down 3.9%. Again, Dow Jones down 2.8%. Uh, so we broke, we broke all support levels. And of course, this all follows what happened on Friday with both the CPI report came in hot, uh, not, not, not red hot, but it came in, everyone expected to decline. Hard to do that when oil prices continue to march higher. But CPI came at 8.6%. Uh, that sent off all the bells and whistles. The Fed's going to be more aggressive. As you know, we've been calling for the Fed to be more aggressive for months. The Fed would have hiked rates 1%, the Fed funds rate 1% back in February, March when we called for it. We would not be dealing with this problem now, but we are because Jay Powell is essentially a clueless Fed chair, and I, there's really no escaping it now. Uh, he's made four major policy errors since he's been Fed chair. This is his fifth now. He's being forced because of inflation to hike rates aggressively into a radically slowing economy. That's a bad combination, but he's stuck and he's got to do it. So Wednesday's a Fed meeting, right? Uh, today. Uh, J.P. Morgan finally joined what we've been saying and called for the Fed to raise rates only by three quarters of a percent. Again, we're calling for a one percent rate hike. Uh, rumors hit today from Bloomberg that the Fed would, in fact, possibly go for a one percent rate hike. Again, I would applaud the Fed for doing this. I think it could give us a really important trading bottom. OK, a really important trading bottom because the market would finally say the Fed is serious about fighting inflation. We'll have to wait and see on that. Again, Fed, the Fed uh, meets uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and we get the decision from the Fed at 2 p.m. on Eastern on Wednesday, followed by Jay Powell's presser at 2.30. If you have a decent memory like us, you'll remember that Jay Powell's press conferences have not been great for the markets, although the last two, the markets did go up. But historically, roughly 90% of the time when he starts talking, the markets tank. But again, last week, we're an extreme robot. Where are we now? We still have about another day, day and a half at this rate, maybe a little sooner, to hit extreme oversold on our short-term VRA momentum oscillators, right? We'll let you know when that happens. But again, we're seeing signs of capitulation. We've not seen signs of capitulation. We've not seen, we really in the spare market, it's the one thing was missing. We had not seen signs of panic starting to see it today. Again, the readings I just gave you, right? I mean, again, 97.7% downside volume in NYSE. I mean, that's, that's, that's almost, that almost is, it takes your breath away. 17 to 1 advanced decline. Again, these are, these are rare occurrences. It tells you people are giving up. And we already knew that was happening, didn't we? I want to remind everybody of some very important uh, analytics that we've been sharing with you here. We covered this morning with our subscribers. I want to mention two of them here. This has been the worst start, one of the four worst starts of the year in the history of the SP 500. You look back at the other worst starts and you see a very clear repeating pattern. And all the other worst starts, the market then rallied and was higher 100% of the time into year end with an average gain of 19.1%. That's a powerful move higher. Again, that goes back to 1932. The worst starts are followed by big moves higher 100% percent of the time. That's a pretty strong repeating pattern. Also, when the AAI Investor Sentiment Survey, which I've voted in since like 1990, 
when that survey comes back with bull bullish percentage below 20% and it was it hit that level like 2 3 weeks ago trust me i'm sure this week it'll be it was 21% last week i'm sure it'll be below 20 again this week that's only happened 10 times in history following that the markets again have been up 100% of the time over both the next 6 and 12 months with average gains of 13% over 6 months and 23% gains over 12 months. So again, another set of powerful analytics. One more. Bank of America's bull and bear indicator, uh, which captures fund flows, okay, uh, into and out of uh, risk assets, essentially, okay? We're right back now to the very depths uh, uh, of, uh, of the bull and bear indicator, meaning extreme, extreme fear, extreme bearish readings, we only get these readings at important lows. We saw them in 2016, 2018, and 2020. We're there again now. So, again, analytics say, yeah, we're in a bear market. Yeah, things could get worse. But now that we're starting to see signs of capitulation, this is when smart money investors really want to pay attention. That's what I'm saying here, folks. All right? Midterms, five months away. We know our biggest concern. I'm not going to talk about that again, but it is obviously our biggest concern. One, Team Biden, Team Globalist, Team Communist. Okay, what else happened today? Again, uh, the trend, the short-term trading index, another indicator of panic. Uh, today, it got uh, had a reading of well over two. This is the trend of the arms index. It's a, a volume-weighted, uh, advanced decline-weighted index. It's been used for many, 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 many years, decades, actually. And today, it hit 3.7, closing at 2.6. Anything above 2 is panic selling. Clearly, that indicator is indicating panic now. Again, these are typically followed by big moves higher in the market. Uh, again, if the Fed raises rates by 1%, I think we get an amazing trading rally. If they only raise rates by half half percent, uh, I think... Probably all bets are off. But again, now that we're reaching extreme oversold levels again, or we, we should be in the next day and a half, we think there's an opportunity here for, at minimum, a strong bear market rally. We've seen how, those, how big those can be, how powerful they can be. But I think it's also important to remember those should be used as trading rallies at this point until we know for sure final is are in. Uh, okay, let's take a look uh, under the hood today. Again, I just told you, 97% downside volume, 97.7%. Uh, I told you, uh, new fifty-five highs lows came in twenty-three to nineteen fifty-three. Again, ugly, ugly. Nasdaq was better. Nasdaq was seven to one advanced decline. Volume of Nasdaq was eighty-five percent negative. Uh, so it's interesting. Nasdaq was down four point seven percent today. The internals really didn't indicate that. The internals were better than that. So um, again, most stocks have been in a bear market for over a year. Uh, we're starting to see some some signs of capitulation. Um, what else today? In our sector watch. All 11 sectors finished low in the day, let the downside. These are what's called all down 5%. Energy. Okay, here we go. Energy hit its 99th percentile overbought level last Thursday when we, when we told you about it. Since then, energy stocks have been lowered. XLE today down 5.2%. Even as oil was up 7 tenths of 1%. Um, that's what I need to pull up is the commodity watch. One second here. I'm going to refresh that. So energy stocks uh, giving up the ghost here again. When you reach that over, bad things happen uh, when you reach that level of overbought. That's what energy stocks did last week. We will be buyers on pullbacks. Uh, 
although Jim Cramer is saying the same thing. That, that's always a concern. Uh, but uh, we will be buyers on pullbacks, and we'll let you know when that is. Um, also, sector watch. Real estate down 5%, consumer discretionary down 5%, again, all down 5%. Utilities down 5%, again, 10 year now, 3.36%. Uh, you know, again, the Fed funds rate's only 1%, and the 10 year is 3.3%, almost 3.4%. That tells you the Fed is well, way behind the curve. And the J-PAL and his merry band of, of, of central bank money printers have got to pick it up. And really get a handle on inflation or the, the bond market vigilantes will continue to force rates higher. That's just how it works. Uh, and, of course, tech okay, also down 5% today as well. And our commodity watch, gold today, again, dollar hitting uh, uh, multi-year highs, not good for gold. Again, this is a liquidity sell-off, folks. These are liquidity events. It's our third bear market in four years. They have a common theme. Everything goes lower. They, we, there, there are no pockets of strength. This is what happens when you have financial engineering and central banks that run and control everything. You know that's this is this is the way, and so you know you don't you don't have a, a, any real store of value. You know, relatively relatively speaking, I guess you can say you did. Gold was only down three percent uh, compared to everything else. It was a little better, but again, that's not saying much, is it? Gold today again down three two point nine percent, down uh, fifty five dollars an ounce. At eighteen twenty an ounce, silver down four percent today, down ninety one cents an ounce at twenty one oh two. Copper uh, relative strength here uh, down uh, just two point two percent at four dollars and nineteen cents a pound. And finally, oil uh, again right now trading up four tenths of one percent at that forty two cents a barrel. Last trade one twenty one oh nine. Finally, on the day, folks, Bitcoin. I'll just tell you, you know, we've been bearish Bitcoin. I've been bearish Bitcoin for some time, as you know. Uh, I will tell you that Rich Ross at uh, Evercore, who also remains bearish on the market, is looking for Bitcoin. He says if Bitcoin doesn't hold 22,000, it's going to 12,000. I would say if it breaks 20,000, that it's going to 12,000. But we're in the same ballpark. Uh, Bitcoin right now trading at 23,461. Uh, this is a real liquidation happening here. This is a legit bear market in, in, in Bitcoin. This is not the time to be a hero and jump in and catch this falling knife. That opportunity will come. I think, I think cryptocurrencies need time. They need time to flush out the pretenders and the bogus coins that are in this group and bogus companies that are in it. And that's just going to take time. I'm afraid it's going to take... Uh, I hate to even say this because everything happens faster now, but I'm, I'm afraid this is going to take years to wash out. Like, like, like really like early tech, you know, in the way that uh, that market worked. Uh, but again, if we get a sharp sell-off down to you know, the $12,000 range, uh, yours truly will be very interested again in Bitcoin and Ether at that point, maybe around 500 or maybe 400 for Ether at that point. All right, folks, that's it for today. Um, again, bull markets follow bear markets. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a real bear market. This is what we're in. It's a real bear market. But it's been going on for a long time, right? A lot of stocks, have, I believe most stocks have already bottomed. Again, keying off of ARC right now and small caps who have been brutalized right for the last 15, 16 months. That's what I'm watching along with the Federal Reserve to see if they're really going to get serious about stopping inflation or they're going to just keep uh, mucking along and, uh, and, and dragging this whole ordeal out. Folks, always appreciate you listening. Uh, uh, have a great night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.